Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 1063. Well, we're making our way through the Old Testament, going all the way through to the New Testament. We have several days ahead of us, but I want to bring you up to date on where we are. We have come through Genesis 1 through 11, the primeval period, and looked at creation, Noah, and all that goes into that period. And then we came to Abraham, chapter 12 through 50, the patriarchal period. Now, remember, just by way of review, there is still a patriarchy that is going on, not just in Israel, but around the world. That is just a truth that was in the New Testament. It was in all of Israel in a biblical sense. But the patriarchal period has to do with not just the father leaders, and that's what Patras and R.K., father leader, father head, but it has to do with the father being the priest of the family. Now, many would say that today the father is the priest of the family. Well, that may be true in one sense, but not in the official sense, because only during the period up to the Exodus was that true in Israel. After that, the father was not the one that was to sacrifice because the sacrifice was taken away from just individual fathers and leaders and families like there was during the days of Job and Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and the patriarchs. No, after the children of Israel came out of Egyptian bondage and they went to Sinai, God said, no longer will every person sacrifice here and there on this high hill or that place, but but in the family of Aaron of the tribe of Levi, that will be the priestly family, and they will represent God to the people and the people to God. And that was a change, a sea change in the great economy of God. And from that time on, it was the seed of Aaron. It was the tribe of Aaron. And out of the tribe of Aaron, there were the Levites, of course, that were a part of all of the tribe. But then there were the sons of Aaron who were to be the priest and the high priest. And you can follow the lineage all the way down through the dynasties of David. And when the tribes broke off and went north during the days of the divided kingdom, the tribe of Levi and the family of Aaron stayed true to the Judaic dynasty, and that is the way it has been and was all the way through the time of Jesus, although we will get into that during the intertestamental period that went away from the tribe of Aaron, and it became more of a political office, that is, the high priest. And so uh, for now, I want you to understand that the patriarchal period was a critical shift, not only for Abraham, but then his seed after him, Isaac and Jacob. But then another sea change took place in biblical theology and history when the tribe of Levi and the sons of Aaron became the priests to represent God to the people and the people to God. 
And then yesterday we talked about the period of conquest and the period of the judges. And we looked at the cycle that just went on and on for 350 plus years. Uh, You had this continual cycle of rest, of rebellion, of repentance, of restoration, on and on. This went all the way through to the time of the United Monarchy, which is where we are today. I told you about Ruth and the little four-chapter book of Ruth and how it led to David because we're getting to David during the monarchy because he is the one that God made an unconditional covenant with during the period of the United Monarchy, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But I want you to understand how that God led history, intervened in history to make sure that it was going in the direction that he wanted it to go. After all, it is his story. And so when we come to the end of the book of Ruth, you have all of a sudden Samuel is on the scene and David is being introduced in the book of Second Samuel, the book of First Samuel. But before we get to David, we are going to deal with Samuel and how God raised him up, how he answered the prayer of a godly woman named Hannah, who was barren, and God heard her and answered her prayer. Then as Samuel grew up, he became the great prophet and priest all rolled up in one. And he was the one that God said, I want you to go and anoint a man named Saul from the tribe of Benjamin, and you remember that Saul was head and shoulders above anyone else and was timid at first, but then became strong-willed and bullheaded and rebellious against God and wanted his own way more than God's. And God ripped the kingdom from his hands and gave it to a shepherd boy named David of the tribe of Judah, a totally different tribe. And in the sovereignty of God, God had in chapter 50 said through the prophecy of Jacob to all the tribes, he said, the tribe of Judah, that the scepter would not depart from it until the one to whom it belongs come. And it was a covenant that God made after the death of Saul. He made a covenant with David. It's recorded in 2 Samuel chapter 7 an unconditional everlasting covenant. And you can go back in just a few podcasts earlier and look at the covenants that God made with Abraham and David, unconditional covenants. But he made a covenant with David concerning the kingdom and that there would be an heir that would rule over the house of Israel and then rule over all the earth. And we know that that is the Messiah, Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. And Jesus is indeed the fulfillment of the great Davidic promise that God made to David. And so when you read through the Samuel Kings and Chronicles material, when you read in 1 Samuel, David is introduced, but 1 Samuel is really about Samuel and Saul. And then 2 Samuel is when we read about Saul dying and his son Jonathan that David loved and was his closest friend, and how that David rose to power and he consolidated that power. And you can read about how that he moved the entire capital from Hebron, which was the capital of Judah. It was the city of Caleb. Remember, it was the place where Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were buried at the cave of Machpelah. 
And remember, I told you that even though the promises were made to Abraham, he was not ever able to have but just a burial plot that he could call his own in the land of Canaan, which became the land of promise. The same thing was true for Isaac. The same thing was true for Jacob. It was only during the days of Joshua that the land was indeed brought over into the nation of Israel. But it was during the reign of David, not of Saul of the tribe of Benjamin, but David of the tribe of Judah, and then his son Solomon, that the nation of Israel even got close to claiming all the land that God said that he would give. It was a wide swath of land compared to what Israel has today. You understand that what Israel has today as the land of Israel, that is non-contested land, is only a fraction of the land that God said he would give to Abraham, to his descendants, to David and his descendants. So that was realized in its highest level and its broadest level during the days of David and of Solomon. And you remember that God told David that Solomon was to be the one that would be the ruler after him. He was the son of Bathsheba with whom David committed adultery. And isn't it amazing that God took the failure of David and the failure of Bathsheba and out of that, The wisest man who ever lived was born, and I am so grateful to God to tell you that Solomon, even after he went astray like his father David, not in the same way that David went astray, David repented of his sin. That's open. That's public. That's actually recorded more than one place in the Bible. But in Psalm 53, we have the outpouring of David's heart, crying out to God that he would cleanse him, wash him, and make him stain free. And that's exactly what God did. But David paid a heavy price for his sin. He lost the child, and the child died because of David's disobedience to God. David had to deal with that the rest of his life. I'm just so grateful that God is able to take all of our failures and all of our sin, and he can forgive us. And yes, we have to deal sometimes with the consequences of sin long after the sin is forgiven, depending on how long we live and how we live after that. But I'm so grateful that God forgives sin and that God many times, in spite of all of our failures, he will use us for his glory He will turn things around for our good. That's right. God is able to do that. He did it in David's life, and he did it in Solomon's life. You see, Solomon wrote the Kohelet, the preacher, what we call the book of Ecclesiastes. And the preacher is what it was called. If you read Ecclesiastes, you see the story of a man who has come to believe that there's nothing in life that is worthy, nothing is honorable, everything is futile. But when you come to the end of the book of Ecclesiastes, which Solomon wrote, I believe he wrote that at the end of his life. And when he did, you will see that he came back to God and realized that the only true fulfillment and pleasure and meaning in life 
is through honoring God, uh, the Creator, and God, the Savior. And I believe Solomon came back to the Lord in the closing days of his life, and I believe he lived to regret and repent of the sin that was in his life because he couldn't find any fulfillment in any way except trusting God. Solomon died in 931 B.C., and after that, in the next podcast, we're going to see the story of Rehoboam and Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. And I pray that you will listen because it's a lesson for all of us. But for now, this is Tony Crisp, and this is On The Way. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.